Welcome to the new chemistry. We're glad you're listening. Feel free to download this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. Here on the new chemist, we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as careers, community, research, and COVID-19. We're happy you're tuning in. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. We're so glad you're listening. Feel free to download this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and a variety of other platforms. Here on the New Chemist, we discuss chemistry, which simply put is a science of change, as well as careers, community research, and COVID-19. We also discuss theses, Nobel Prize lectures, and we discuss careers in detail. Today, we will discuss a previously recorded interview with a pharmacy student who will remain anonymous named Person X. She in detail described how, the how, the what, and the why of pharmacy school admissions and her advice to incoming applicants. Just before we begin, I'd like to read A Psalm of Life by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Tell me not in mournful numbers, life is but an empty dream. For the soul is dead that slumbers, and things are not what they seem. Life is real, life is earnest, and the grave is not its goal. Dust thou art, to dust returnest, was not spoken of the soul. Not enjoyment and not sorrow is our destined end or way, but to act that each tomorrow finds us farther than today. Art is long and time is fleeting, and our hearts, though stout and brave, still like muffled drums are beating, funeral marches to the grave. In the world's broad field of battle, in the bouvoc of life, be not like dumb driven cattle, be a hero in the strife. Trust no future, however pleasant, let the dead past bury its dead. Act, act, in the living present, heart within and God overhead. Lives of great men all remind us, we can make our lives sublime and departing leave behind us footprints on the sands of time footprints that perhaps another sailing o'er life's solemn main a forlorn and shipwrecked brother seeing shall take heart again let us then be up and doing with a heart for any fate still achieving still pursuing learn to labor and to wait so as i said i interviewed a pharmacy school applicant now she is an incoming pharmacy school candidate or a pharmacy candidate at an hbcu so during this season of the podcast we will be discussing with key people what strategies skills and personal stories supported the applications to health professions programs the first off is pharmacy i spoke with an applicant now an incoming pharmacy school candidate who will remain anonymous as person x for starters, this person was accepted to several top pharmacy schools early, including UNC, UF, Rosen Franklin University, Virginia Commonwealth University, and many others. They received the scholarships, and in the end, they decided to attend an HBCU for pharmacy school. I'm going to walk you through what she told me her decision-making process was and how she was so successful at gaining acceptances at several pharmacy schools. 
What did she do? Why did she do it? And how did she do it? The applicant, first off, she finished her graduate degree in science and is now an incoming pharmacy candidate at HBCU. HBCU. So let's walk through what she did. She did research internships, going through a resume. She volunteered at clinics and served as a medical research assistant for several years. From what I can see here, she served as a medical research assistant for four years during the summers. This was a part-time job. She did not do all these things at the same time, but integrated them into her life when she could push to put the time in. Now, she told me her personal statement started with a quote by Maya Angelou about passion and work. And then she developed a personal statement to map a timeline out of her studies. She noted the accomplishments in graduate school and then the relevance of those accomplishments to pharmacy school. Then she concluded with her mission and aspirations to serve as a clinical pharmacist. Her CV maps out strategically the dates and times and how the experiences coincide to support her application to pharmacy school. Now, why did she do it? She applied to pharmacy school because she had passion for the pure and applied sciences and wanted to translate that passion into a healthcare setting. She recognized that pharmacy allowed her to become an expert at the medications, expert with medications, and assist in medical decision making and management, of ma medical decision making processes and management of patients in terms of their medicines. You know, in joking, jokingly, she recalled how in an interview, she was able to use some of her basic Portuguese that she learned during a summer, during our research internships, to converse with the interviewer who was from Brazil or Brazil. And that provided a relatable story on her development outside of school. She also went on to discuss how for pharmacy school, people are looking also at your academics and professional personality, as well as your ability to be both compassionate and competent. She highlighted how for all her interviews, she was accepted since she did the research beforehand for each school, noting their vision statement, mission statement, and what values they support, and how those values and goals coincided with her personal and professional values and goals. Let me say that again. She highlighted how for all her interviews, she was accepted. Since she did the research beforehand for each school, noting their vision statement, mission statement, and what values they support, and how those values and goals coincided with her personal and professional values and goals. She also in detail told me how the interview offers support your eligibility. This is deep. But how you interview supported her candidacy, in which she meant her ability to get accepted and to get a seat at a school. She said how it is codependent on both your hard skills and soft skills. Your lived experiences and acumen have to work together to show the interviewer 
as you authentically fit into the scheme and vision of what they want their pharmacy students to be. Let me say all of that again. She also in detail told me how the interview offers support for your eligibility. The interview offers support your eligibility. But how you interview support your candidacy. In which she meant your ability to get accepted and get a seat at the school. She stated how it's codependent on both your hard skills and soft skills. Your lived experiences and acumen have to work together to show the interviewer that you authentically fit into the scheme and vision of what they want their pharmacy students to be. She also said that if you will interview fully, virtually, prepare for long days, but they give breaks. If you plan to visit, which some schools require, prepare a budget for traveling. It is a journey to get in, to begin another journey of acquiring the skills and earning the degree of PharmD. She also stated how beneficial YouTube was in listening to current pharmacists, share their insights in pharmacy school and admission tips. She reminded me that she was no full-fledged expert, but her experiences gave her her degree, a degree of expertise to discuss and explain the admissions processes. Overall, she said that the work to get in starts from the first day of undergrad. So enjoy the journey. And she concluded with the advice that even if your path is not linear to getting to pharmacy school, know that you belong, you are valued, and that your positive impact is needed. So, in conclusion, I will end with this. Psalm of Life by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Tell me not in mournful numbers, life is but an empty dream. For the soul is dead that slumbers, and things are not what they seem. Life is real, life is earnest, and the grave is not its goal. Dust thou art, dust returnest, was not spoken of the soul. Not enjoyment and not sorrow is our destined end or way, but to act that each tomorrow finds us farther than today. Our is long and time is fleeting, and our hearts so stout and brave, still like muffled drums are beating, funeral marches to the grave. In the world's broad field of battle, in the bouvoc of life, be not like dumb driven cattle, be a hero in the strife. Trust no future, however pleasant, let the dead past bury its dead. Act, act in the living present, heart within and God overhead. Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime. And departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. Footprints that perhaps another, sailing on life's solemn main, a forlorn and shipwrecked brother, seeing shall take heart again. Let us then be up and doing with our heart for any fate, still achieving, still pursuing, learn to labor and to wait. Once again, this is a new chemist. Thanks again for listening. Remember, these views reflect those of my guests and I. All the best.
GPS one releases caramel phosphatine. Let's pull out the phosphate using OTC. Let's remember you are Citrine your boy, gonna miss me. Aspirating a toxic carbonyl, you see. Hope I got the arginine too. To make arginine cita in your seat. Urea cycle. Urea cycle. I hope Boston times I won't. The feedback regulation fund. I finesse about your mood. Micro through with ATP. I go hard like gamma P. I make sure I balance free energy and skill. Good things. There are a lot of good things to wrap and wrap and wrap and see and wrap and see. Good things. There's a lot of good things wrapping and wrapping and wrapping you see and wrapping you see. A. A to A. We move and I change. Only partly. I release a few more rate. I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah. Put it on me. Yeah, you know, lots of juice and the spinal party. I didn't know me. Turn the issue into the urea. Without excuses that we know me. Imagine honesty goes back to sea. Urea cycle. Urea cycle. I can't release it on my own. And I'm functioning closely. I've been rapping by Kim Mode. My go through with ATP. I go hard like Gamma P. I make sure I release free. Energy and still. Good things. There are a lot of good things to rap and rap and rap and see and rap and see. Good things. There are a lot of good things to rap and rap and rap and see and rap and see. Yeah, yeah. 
3PG is formed, not partly. Only 3PG uses PG. I'm sorry. Moving on again. Yes, on Doctor Dude at the Biochem Party. We are the only PGM movie to make 2PG. But Carlos is essential, as no me. Imagine in our late we want CDs in PEP. I call it six. I can travel on my own. I'm in the ATP zone. I'm wrapping this back in mode. Beyond the fusing Kyrie. From P to Paru C. I'm done with this pathway, you see. And still, phosphorylate. There's a lot of things that I'm phosphorylating and phosphorylating, you see. Phosphorylate. There's a lot of things that I'm phosphorylating and phosphorylating the see. Feel for three minus structure from food. Every mile path the most common the suit. The other rock is done finally. 
Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. We're so glad you're listening. Feel free to download this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and a variety of other platforms. Here on the New Chemist, we discuss chemistry, which simply put is a science of change, as well as careers, community research, and COVID-19. We also discuss theses, Nobel Prize lectures, and we discuss careers in detail. Today, we will discuss a previously recorded interview with a pharmacy student who will remain anonymous named Person X. She in detail described how, the how, the what, and the why of pharmacy school admissions and her advice to incoming applicants. Just before we begin, I'd like to read A Psalm of Life by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Tell me not in mournful numbers, life is but an empty dream. For the soul is dead that slumbers, and things are not what they seem. Life is real, life is earnest, and the grave is not its goal. Dust thou art, to dust returnest, was not spoken of the soul. Not enjoyment and not sorrow is our destined end or way, but to act that each tomorrow finds us farther than today. Art is long and time is fleeting, and our hearts, though stout and brave, still like muffled drums are beating, funeral marches to the grave. In the world's broad field of battle, in the bouvoc of life, be not like dumb driven cattle, be a hero in the strife. Trust no future, however pleasant, let the dead past bury its dead. Act, act, in the living present, heart within and God overhead. Lives of great men all remind us, we can make our lives sublime. And departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. Footprints that perhaps another, sailing o'er life's solemn main, a forlorn and shipwrecked brother, seeing shall take heart again. Let us then be up and doing with a heart for any fate, still achieving, still pursuing. Learn to labor and to wait. So as I said, I interviewed a pharmacy school applicant now she is an incoming pharmacy school candidate or a pharmacy candidate at an HBCU. So during this season of the podcast, we will be discussing with key people what strategies, skills, and personal stories supported the applications to health professions programs. The first off is pharmacy. I spoke with an applicant, now an incoming pharmacy school candidate, who will remain anonymous as person X. For starters, this person was accepted to several top pharmacy schools early, including UNC, UF, Rosen Franklin University, Virginia Commonwealth University, and many others. They received the scholarships, and in the end, they decided to attend an HBCU for pharmacy school. I'm going to walk you through what she told me her decision-making process was and how she was so successful at gaining acceptances at several pharmacy schools. What did she do? Why did she do it? And how did she do it? The applicant, first off, she finished her graduate degree in science and is now an incoming pharmacy candidate at an HBCU. HBCU. So let's walk through what she did. She did research internships, going through a resume. She volunteered at clinics and served as a medical research assistant for several years. From what I can see here, she served as a medical research assistant for four years during the summers. 
this is a part-time job. She did not do all these things at the same time, but integrated them into her life when she could push to put the time in. Now, she told me her personal statement started with a quote by Maya Angelou about passion and work. And then she developed a personal statement to map a timeline out of her studies. She noted the accomplishments in graduate school and then the relevance of those accomplishments to pharmacy school. Then she concluded with her mission and aspirations to serve as a clinical pharmacist. Her CV maps out strategically the dates and times and how the experiences coincide to support her application to pharmacy school. Now, why did she do it? She applied to pharmacy school because she had passion for the pure and applied sciences and wanted to translate that passion into a healthcare setting. She recognized that pharmacy allowed her to become an expert at the medications, expert with medications, and assist in medical decision making and management, uh, ma- medical decision making processes and management of patients in terms of their medicines. You know, in joking, jokingly, she recalled how in an interview she was able to use some of her basic Portuguese that she learned during a summer during our research internships to converse with the interviewer who was from Brazil or Brazil. And that provided a relatable story on her development outside of school. She also went on to discuss how for pharmacy school, people are looking also at your academics and professional personality, as well as your ability to be both compassionate and competent. She highlighted how for all her interviews, she was accepted since she did the research beforehand for each school noting their vision statement, mission statement, and what values they support, and how those values and goals coincided with her personal and professional values and goals. Let me say that again. She highlighted how for all her interviews, she was accepted. Since she did the research beforehand for each school, noting their vision statement, mission statement, and what values they support, and how those values and goals coincided with her personal and professional values and goals. She also in detail told me how the interview offers support your eligibility. This is deep. But how you interview supported her candidacy, in which she meant her ability to get accepted and to get a seat at a school. She said how it is codependent on both your hard skills and soft skills. Your lived experiences and acumen have to work together to show the interviewer that you authentically fit into the scheme and vision of what they want their pharmacy students to be. Let me say all of that again. She also in detail told me how the interview offers support for your eligibility. The interview offers support your eligibility. But how you interview support your candidacy. In which she meant your ability to get accepted and get a seat at the school. She stated how it's codependent on both your hard skills and soft skills. Your lived experiences and acumen 
have to work together to show the interviewer that you authentically fit into the scheme and vision of what they want their pharmacy students to be. She also said that if you will interview fully, virtually, prepare for long days, but they give breaks. If you plan to visit, which some schools require, prepare a budget for traveling. It was a journey to get in, to begin another journey of acquiring the skills and earning the degree of PharmD. She also stated how beneficial YouTube was in listening to current pharmacists share their insights in pharmacy school and admission tips. She reminded me that she was no full-fledged expert, but her experiences gave her her degree, a degree of expertise to discuss and explain the admissions processes. Overall, she said that the work to get in starts from the first day of undergrad. So enjoy the journey. And she concluded with the advice that even if your path is not linear to getting to pharmacy school, know that you belong, you're valued, and that your positive impact is needed. So, in conclusion, I will end with this. Psalm of Life by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Tell me not in mournful numbers, life is but an empty dream. For the soul is dead that slumbers, and things are not what they seem. Life is real, life is earnest, and the grave is not its goal. Dust thou art, dust returnest, was not spoken of the soul. Not enjoyment and not sorrow is our destined end or way, but to act that each tomorrow finds us farther than today. Our is long and time is fleeting, and our hearts so stout and brave, still like muffled drums are beating, funeral marches to the grave. In the world's broad field of battle, in the bouvoc of life, be not like dumb driven cattle, be a hero in the strife. Trust no future, however pleasant, let the dead past bury its dead. Act, act in the living present, heart within and God overhead. Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime. And departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. Footprints that perhaps another, sailing on life's solemn main, a forlorn and shipwrecked brother, seeing shall take heart again. Let us then be up and doing with our heart for any fate, still achieving, still pursuing, learn to labor and to wait. Once again, this is a new chemist. Thanks again for listening. Remember, these views reflect those of my guests and I. All the best. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is The New Chemist, where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I.